Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Sentient Future. This is episode 68, and it's about artificial intelligence. The date is April 6th, 2018, and I just watched a documentary that, uh, from Chris Payne. It was promoted by Elon Musk, uh, and the documentary is called Do You Trust This Computer? It's on a website called doyoutrustthiscomputer.org. The URL is that link slash watch and I guess until Sunday um, this video is, is is available to watch and you know it largely touches on many of the things I've been following anyways but just the history and the risks perhaps of artificial intelligence general artificial intelligence um, specifically um, and what that might mean for us as, as a uh, as a race as a species. Now, if my last couple of episodes haven't been philosophical enough, maybe this one might do it. <laughs> but, um, you know, the the outcome of that, and I, I do believe it, um, is that artificial intelligence is going to get developed regardless, um, whether there are restrictions placed on it or, or not. Um, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, and there are people who don't care for those restrictions because there is this power perhaps that um, they can gain by having a more powerful AI. And so I believe it's going to get developed anyways, and it is only a matter of time before it exceeds what human, human sorry, what humans can, can do. So the question then becomes, well, if you can't beat it, join it, right? And this isn't something that I've spoken about much, but that is medium to long term what one of the or one of the things that the sentient worldview is meant to help with and let me put it this way with the emerging attention economy and your attention being increasingly valuable to anyone because everyone is having to put their own information out there market themselves so on and so forth there's too much information to absorb um, we need to become that much more protective of our attention and the way to hack our attention is largely going to be through these artificial intelligence um, algorithms, right? The track where it is and then uh, keep tweaking, keep tweaking, keep tweaking to, to see how uh, it can remain in front of our eyeballs or uh, it can be, you know, what we hear, what we smell, what we touch, experience in, what, in whatever way capacity or, um, yeah, in whatever way we do. So when I talk about spending our time in a way that is consistent with what we value, time is synonymous with attention. It's paying attention to only that which we value. And I think I've spoken about that in different episodes. And when, let's put artificial intelligence aside for now, I already think that we don't have a great handle on our own attention spans and what it is that we pay attention to. So this is largely solving an existing problem, but that problem is worsening. And when artificial intelligence is concerned, um, you know, it's largely measuring what we do as its inputs and uh, continuing to drive towards um, some desired outcome, whatever goal 
that's been given by either its programmer or whomever initially launched it, or perhaps at some point it sets its own goals. Now, for us to, for it to control or influence what we then do, uh, subconsciously perhaps, we need to give it our attention. And so that's why us planning or learning how to control our attention now is so critical. Before we, well, you could say with the era of fake news and so on and so forth, perhaps we've already lost this battle or a few battles already. So I guess where I'm going with this is if we have a structured method of living intentionally, of living according to what we value, if we know how to map ourselves and in that develop a self-awareness that is more specific and more um, actionable, right? Then we prepare ourselves to supplement our skill set and our goals, our journey, our aspirations, so on and so forth with technology and have it serve us um, rather than the other way around. And so when we put it in place, you know, we ask it to help us with certain things, do certain things better. But we know because we've started with what we value that we will ultimately will be better off. I guess we will be more likely to be fulfilled by the process and by the outcome because we've started with the values. So the alternative, I guess, is if we have not consciously thought, taken the opportunity to know what we care about, that our attention, and if we don't take the time to protect our attention, then these algorithms, so on and so forth, um, will be will get progressively better at keeping our attention so that it is more and more difficult for us to take that step back and decide what is important to us and then decide what we give our attention. So there is, I don't, I don't know how long it is, you know, it's probably on the order of years, um, maybe a decade. We have only a finite window to get good at managing our attention and filtering what is not relevant to us. And so that's partly what I'm trying to help with. Yeah, there's a lot of, I'm going to call it first order stuff that we can tackle or improve by being more specific with what we um, pay attention to and what we do on a daily basis. But the second order, um, or I guess that's probably not the wrong term, the the more universal benefit to that practice is to be prepared so that we only accept technology into our lives where it pushes forward what it is that we value as individuals and what it is we value as living beings, right? If we're not careful, and I, I don't mean to fear, uh, do any sort of fear-mongering here, that's not my, my goal, but if we don't, it's going to get progressively harder for us to be conscious of what we want 
as opposed to um, just effectively being these feedback loops that are you know stripped of their resources because of the short-term gratification that is wired into us attention is something we need to get good at now and for day or for today i'm going to leave it at that appreciate your attention and i hope that this finds you well until next time live intentionally sentient future out